cake cooks. Underestimated and still I made it In the book of hard knocks, I'm highly educated Nobody chose me, looked over, but still dedicated Played in the league for 13, I ain't gotta be favored Two Super Bowls, Honolulu, I stood with the greatest The thing is this, if never rich, I'm good with my neighbors DB Precision, television, ain't ask for no favors Numbers don't lie, neither do pictures, just look in the papers No backing down or turning back, part two of the movie Never the biggest, but it takes more than two just to move me Ain't gotta lie like what I'm saying, just respect it, it's honest Run through opponents, watch the film, it's affected by promise Sit back and grab your popcorn, watch me go to work And tackle all of these topics right here on Face First uh. Hey man, this episode of Face First is I mean, it's going to be traumatic um, Probably dramatic as well But I'm going to tell y'all how I almost died in Mexico Now, check it out I have a tendency to have near-death experiences. Some of them not so funny and super-duper serious. Others less serious. You know, like I've spoken many times on here about uh, my sickle cell crisis and, you know, losing my spleen, the splenetic infarction, the infection, uh, the subsequent surgeries and the losing 60 pounds. I've been through that before, right? Most people who know me and who know sports enough know that I didn't play against Tim Tebow. That's the only reason that they beat us in the playoffs. You know about that. Now, I was also watching Shrek in my kitchen one day with my family. So it's my wife there, my daughter there, my niece. And at the end of Shrek, I can't remember which one it was, Donkey starts to sing. And I actually call him Donkey because I'm from New Orleans. But Shrek calls him Donkey, right? So Donkey starts to sing, and I'm taking my vitamins. And so when I'm taking my vitamins, you know, sometimes like the, the, the fish oils, they leak a little bit, and the pack got kind of sticky, and I usually just pour the pack in my mouth. Pause. And so when, when I did that, when I did that, they got stuck. So I hop up. Donkey is singing. I hop up, and I'm pointing to my throat like this, but very calmly, right? Because I didn't want anybody to panic. And not wanting anybody to panic, my wife actually thought that I wanted to have a dance-off. So I hop up. The donkey is singing. Eddie Murphy's the donkey. is singing. My wife goes, get out my face, boy. I won't have no dance-off, but I'm choking. And so then I get a little bit more dramatic. She performs the Heimlich, which I later found out she, was, she got certified through CPR because she used to work in the psych unit, but she had forgot how to do the Heimlich. So she was just winging it. And so I, I feel the pills kind of move. I take her hands off me. I walk a little bit and then like projectile, the pills shoot out of my mouth. It was weird, but it was more funny, right? Cause I like my eyes was watering a little bit, but they were not stuck long enough to where I thought I was gonna die. Another, just another thing to know before I tell this story, I hate vacation. I think vacations are stupid. I know that's dumb. I know people in the world would love to take vacations. People in the world would love to be able to take two weeks off or whatever time off from their daily struggles, their daily responsibilities from work and go chill on the beach with sand in their feet and in the salt water and all that. When I think of sand in my feet, I think that's gross. Because if you get sand in your feet, you're probably in some type of way, you'll get sand in your butt cheeks. That's not okay. 
right? I think of salt water, that junk is nasty, and most of the time it's cold. Why in the hell do I want to be in there? If you sit by the freaking pool, it's freaking hot all day. I played football my whole life in the sun in Louisiana. Why in the hell do I want to go somewhere where I'm supposed to be relaxing while I'm freaking sweating all day? So yes, I wear long sleeve shirts at the pool. Also wear long sleeve shirts on the beach. Don't care what you think. You ain't me, I ain't you. You burn your skin, I ain't burning mine. But we go on vacation, right? Because it's been COVID. We were supposed to take a trip last year. I didn't take it. I wouldn't take trips when I was training because I felt like I didn't want to miss that time for playing. I'm not Trevor Lawrence, right? Trevor Lawrence says he's not dedicated to football like that. Like it's not his whole life. Like he won't win at all costs. I would. If it wasn't cheating, I was willing to do it. If you told me that if I ate seashells, it would make me a better player. I would be a ball mouth football player because I would eat seashell, seashells if it would help us win a Super Bowl, help me get to a Pro Bowl. I would do it, right? So that's that. And so, man, so my wife decides to plan a trip to Mexico. Uh, one of my best friends comes. His wife comes. We're going to Riviera Maya. We're staying at this very nice new hotel. It's all-inclusive because I didn't know all-inclusives were so fun. You just get to eat and eat and eat. Now, the one thing is, at all-inclusive, if the drinks are included, they're going to be watered down. So I, you basically just drink like juice the whole time, but that's okay. First day started great. We got there, you know, midday because the ride from the airport was long. I'm from Louisiana. I know possums. I know raccoons. Um, every now and then you'll see a skunk. Uh, we have nutri-rats. I know our vermin. I'm I'm, I'm comfortable with them, right? I remember one day in Pittsburgh, I'm taking out the trash. I go to put the, the bag in the trash can. A raccoon pops his head out. I know what to do. Drop the bag, run inside, hit the screen door, slide across the little rug that's on the, the wood. Boom, hop on the sofa. You get the bag the next day. If the bag's tore up, it's okay because it wasn't your freaking bag anymore. It was for the raccoon. The raccoon was hungry. That's his house. You invaded that man's space. Go your tail back inside, RC. So I did. Right? I know. I know our, I know our vermin. Like, I know who they are. Our roadkill, I knew was at one point in my backyard. I'm comfortable with that. They have these two little rodents in Mexico that I have never seen. One of them doesn't have a tail. The other one does. And I was scared immediately. That's how I should have known this was going to be a bad trip. So I'm outside. The one without the tail is crawling outside. Uh, let's call him a kangaroo, right? That's what my sister called him, a kangaroo. So the kangaroo is bouncing around. It ducks off. Then it pops up out the little ditch. And I said, well, I know I can't go toward the beach because that's where the kangaroos live. But I was comfortable because I don't like the beach. I just needed an excuse anyway to not go. So right, we're sitting out, we're eating, and then the one with the tail comes by, which eventually we met some new friends there and they told me the name. It's like cootie something, I don't know. It sounds like something that will eat you. So when the next thing comes by, I look at that and it looked like a Nutra squirrel. That bothers me, right? Cause one, Nutra rats, they don't really bother you. They go swim, they do nasty stuff, they're super evil, Super ugly, but they leave you alone. But squirrels, 
if you've ever been on LSU's campus, the most confident, arrogant being or mammal or animal on our campus is not the humans. It's the freaking squirrels. If you're walking down the sidewalk and you walk up on a squirrel on LSU's campus, the squirrel is going to look at you like, why are you on my sidewalk, homie? Don't you see I'm trying to go to school? Don't you see it is time for me to go to class? So the neutral squirrel walks by, and that should have been sign number two, people. That should have let me know that this ain't my trip. Right? Sign number two. Next day, man, go out to the pool, meet some great people from Oklahoma. They were awesome. Some of them were Sooner fans. Some of them were Cowboys fans. Doesn't bother me. Neither one of those schools are better than LSU. We can have a great time, right? We're having fun. We're talking. We're eating. I was like, this is a great day. But soon after, sign number three comes, right? So you got to get your, you know, you got to get your, your reservations, right? So we get reservations at Herbachi. We're sitting down. It's myself. It's my wife. It's my best friend. It's his wife. Lady comes in, hey, you guys have to move over. There's another couple. Cool. It's vacation. The couple probably been drinking all day. They're feeling good. We're happy. It's going to be great conversation. Bro, lady comes to the table crying by herself. My antennas go up. Okay. This is supposed to be a couple. Then I look at her. I was like, this lady has had a tough day. So what do I do like any respectful and kind gentleman? I text my friend who's sitting next to her and is like, hey, man, don't look right now. But the lady next to you's had a rough day. What does my friend do? Because he's my friend. Reads his phone. Looks right up at her. Right. So now I know what I know. She knows that I'm talking about her. My wife tells me, Ryan, don't be talking about this lady. She's having a tough time. I was like, young, I ain't really talking about her. But because she having a tough time, that means I got to be miserable at dinner. So like any good hearted Louisianan, I say, hey, ma'am, how you doing? I'm RC. I'm from Louisiana. What's your name? Did I really want to know her name? No. She said it. I didn't really listen. I tried. Couldn't hear it. She's from South Carolina. I knew that. So I told her that my friend Wendy Nix was from there and my homeboy Joel Turner was from there, who's my agent. Lady, let's have a great time. Lady has an awful time. She doesn't eat. She pouts the whole time. Her face is red. She's crying. She has a conversation with one of her friends on the phone. And all I hear is his stupid ASS is still up in the room. So apparently some dude pissed her off. She came to dinner by herself. She was expecting him to come to dinner. He didn't come. By the way, ladies, expectations are the greatest cause of disappointment. Don't expect some dumb stuff that you don't tell us that you're expecting. If you tell me that you're expecting, I get to make a decision. If you don't tell me that you expect it, I don't make a decision. And then when I don't make the decision, your feelings is hurt like I was wrong. But I never told you I was coming to dinner anyway after the fight. So she stays at dinner. She gets all the food, freaking ruins the mood the whole time. Also offered me her sushi. Ma'am, I don't know you like that. So you didn't cry it in the sushi and you want me to eat it during the COVID? Stop it. Stop it, lady. I say no. She ends up leaving all her food on the table. You ruined our dinner, ma'am. At least you didn't stay for the fried ice cream and the sorbet because had you ruined dessert, I would have been really pissed off. Now, let me tell you why I was even more mad. 
even more mad, lady, that you sat here this entire time and you didn't tell us the freaking story why you were crying when I asked you what was wrong. Had you shared with me, I would have felt better. But you know what? The night ends. It's cool. We go to the room. Wake up the next morning. It is time for our excursion. Now, guys, I'm a man that doesn't go to the beach. I'm a man that doesn't get in the swimming pool. I know what you're thinking. He's black. He don't know how to swim. This is wrong. I know how to swim. I went to summer camp my entire life growing up, and we had to take swimming lessons. I used to jump off the highest diving board. I was the guy. Belly flops, cannonballs, flips. I gave it all to you. Swam to the side of the pool. It was good. Played in the pool. Had a great time. As I've gotten older, I've gotten less adventurous. But the wife says she wanted to go zip line. My homeboy was in. I was like, perfect. That makes total sense to me. Let's zip line. So as we're getting ready to go, my wife tells me and shows me a picture on her phone. Oh, we are going to swim in this cave. I said, that don't seem fun. I said, why would we do that? But if you look at the picture, it looks like the cave has like a close floor to the water. So I was like, oh, cool. You can buy like some swim shoes or whatever. Put your life vest on and walk through the cave, kind of maybe float a couple of times, a little bit of swimming as you go to the cave, through the cave. So I say, that's fine. We'll go through the cave. So we standing outside. We get in our van. There was the sweetest couple and their daughter. Her boyfriend in the case, in, in, the, in the van with us. They were from Philly. The lady was a retired cop. The guy owned a construction company. Their daughter went to East Carolina, I mean, Coastal Carolina. So they moved to Carolina so they can have a house closer to her. We were having a great time, great conversation. The people didn't know who I was. So that made it even better because then I could just be fun, have a great time, and not be judged. Right? So we're talking, we're having a good time. Uh, Francesca, who's actually, we, call, we called him Frankie, gets on the little microphone thing or starts to talk to us and goes, okay, guys, there's going to be an ATV ride. We didn't sign up for the ATV rides because, like I told you in the beginning, I don't do adventurous things. Adventurous things are stupid. I'll ride roller coasters because they are built to hold me. ATVs, not. Jet skis, not. Bungees, don't care if it's built to hold me, ain't doing it. So they said they're going to do that. The man tells these people, be careful of the jaguars and the pythons. Why in the entire hell would I go do something where they got jaguars and pythons? I just watched a man keep a bobcat off his wife in front of his house when he put his brownies down. So what in the hell make you think I want to go deal with a jaguar? If it ain't a southern jaguar, I don't want to see it. So now I'm telling them, okay, y'all go be crazy and go ride out with them pythons and jaguars. We hope to see you at some point in life. Right? So we have a good time. We get off. You know, we have to go buy our little swim shoes. The guy's coming over and he's kind of explaining to us what we're going to do in the cave. And I'm like, hey, man, that's a lot of explanation to be just walking through a cave. So now I'm nervous. Then here's the, the scary part. We get the life vest, right, or the swim vest, or whatever you call these stinking vests. They were about to be the death vest, right? So I put it on, and it's the one you get on the plane. 
You know what I'm talking about? Guys, like, you know, if we do lose cabin pressure, the oxygen mask will fall from the sky. Please secure your mask before securing your partner or children's mask. Blah, blah, blah. If you're sitting in the exit row, you all got to open the door under the seats to, you know, blow in the thing, right? So, first thing I realized, these vests aren't new. Second thing is, that means somebody else had to blow this vest up at some point. I don't know if they blew the vest up today. I don't know if they blew the vest up yesterday. I don't know if they blew the vest up last week. But if you have blown up a vest at any time since 2020, I don't know if you got the vid. So now I got to blow this vest up? Man, I ain't got no spleen. I ain't got no gallbladder. I only had my first vaccination shot at the time. I'm shook. So you're telling me I got to go cave walk with a vest that might have the vid. Not in a good place. I wasn't in a good place. So me being me, I hit it with a couple of... And then I... Right? Because I, I don't know. So my vest was not necessarily inflated in the way a vest to save your life should be. But I'm cave walking in water. What's the big deal? So I'm not tripping, right? So here we go. So we get down there. My friend's wife can't really swim well. And so she has to get like the super duty, duty vest, which... I'm standing there, guys, and I think to myself, man, I should probably get the Super Duty vest on. Like, I should get it. But the people we were with, they didn't get it. And full disclosure, they were white people, right? But I don't want the people to be looking at me like he can't swim because I can freaking swim. I just don't. Let's get that straight. I don't. I can swim. I went to Catholic school. I'm tired of telling y'all that. We had a pool at our school. We had a swim team. I wasn't on a swim team, but we had a swim team. And you could go use the pool when it was hot, like after practice and stuff. So I, I could swim. Right? So, so man, we get to this cave, bro, and they're explaining things, and they're talking about, like, the Shaskaskalites and the Shandigalites and all this other stuff that I'm not really listening to, right? Because I just don't, I don't really care. So we take our pictures, and little did I know that if that was a movie, it would have been, and it was at this point, Ryan knew his life was in danger. Right? So I take the picture, man. And um, they tell us that the water is really cold, which I ain't really tripping on because like, I've done cold tubs and stuff like that. So it's no big deal. So we get in, and at first, you can walk. And so you, you walk, and then you step down. They take your picture again. You know, you do all the poses. Prom pictures and stuff. Right? So I do all that. I'm like, cool. So I walk a little bit, bro. My wife at the, this point, I don't know if I've said it already, she's blown into my vest because she understands that I don't float, right? So like anytime like we're trying to float or like do some like cool lay on your back thing, I always sink. But we're thinking if my vest is inflated the right way, we're good. Now, remember I said I thought I could walk in this cave, right? So we're walking and all of a sudden the floor falls out the cave don't have no flow no flow and i'm not talking about like progressive flow i'm talking about no flow right so immediately golden child pops into my head right golden child there's a grown monty and remember he flips the coin y'all probably too young for this he flips the coin he goes hey 
Ain't no ground. So that's what I'm telling Frankie. Frankie ain't no Mickey Ficky ground, Frankie. What I'm supposed to do. So I start swimming. I, cause I, what I told y'all, I could swim. I can't tread, right? So my homeboy's wife, Taria, she can't swim. So she caught the Uber. What the Uber was, was Frankie in his super duty vest. I should have knew if Frankie had a super duty vest that Ryan, yo, no pool getting in, ocean getting in tail, should have a super duty vest. So I hop in, so I get the vest. I see Frankie with the, with, you know, he holding the super duty vest. Well, he got a super duty vest. He got the little life raft ring thing. Taria's on it because that's her Uber. So she got an Uber, but I'm walking or swimming, right? So everything's cool at first because I'm thinking at some point we got to get to a rock, right? So we get to a rock. My homeboy's like, okay, RC, here's the rock. We stand on the rock. We listen to him explain like all the stuff to her. Like, oh, that's cool. That's cool. That's nice. Shoot, dope. But it's not really cool to me at this point because I can't freaking breathe because I got the goggles on and it's the joint that got the nose clamp. And so it's like having on a mask plus 10, right? And so then he's telling us about something else. So we had to stop swimming. So we're treading, right? We're treading. And at the middle of my tread, I go, wait, why am I working? One, my lats are on fire. Why am I working so freaking hard if I have on a life vest? So what do I do? I said, I can rest a little bit while he's telling us about the Shiganga lights and the Danga lights, and my vest will hold me up. Well, guys, we spoke about it. I do not float normally, but everybody floats with a vest, right? Apparently, not the airplane vest. Because guess what happened when I stopped treading water, y'all? I went to the dang bottom. And what I tell y'all? They ain't got no ground, Monty. So now, on top of my lats hurting and being tired, right? Because I was going on vacation. So, you know, I was on the weights and stuff last week. So I could wear my long sleeve Lulu's to the pool and they could at least fit right around my traps and stuff, right? And so now I'm tired. So what also happens when you sink to the bottom because your floaty thing won't hold you up? You got it. You freaking panic. I panicked, guys. I, I, I panicked. I panicked. So now I'm, not, I'm, I'm treading, but... But freaking flailing the whole time I'm treading. And so my wife, who can float, and who also blew up her vest to the proper place that a vest should be blown up, is floating. The guy takes her, right? And he shows us, like, there's this opening in the cave, which was really dope. It's, like, got this nice greenery on it and stuff. And he goes, you know, look up here. And so I look. So my wife looks. She goes... Hey, Clarky, come look at this. Because she calls me Clarky because my last name's Clark, right? Come look at this. So I got to swim all the way over there because I, be, I can't be soft, right? Like my wife can't outswim me the whole time. I'm like, yonk, I'm not going to let you do that. So I swim over real fast. So I got to trade the look, right? I trade real quick. Oh, that's nice. So I try to swim back to the rock. So guys, at this point, we're in trouble, right? Because I realized how far we have to go to get back. And I see that there are no, like, stand-on rocks in this place. So the young lady's boyfriend, he was like, F that. He just stood on a rock and stopped swimming. But pride, ego, former football player, athlete, right? I at least look in shape, right? This lady was on the force for 21 years, and she didn't start till she was 29, and she'd been retired forever, and she over here swimming like a fish. It's like finding Dory or something like that. So I'm not going to let all these people outswim me. And I for sure, 
I'm for sure not getting on the Uber. You won't, boy, I won't get on no Uber. I'm going to swim. You will not put me on, the, on the, the water Uber. Right? So I'm swimming, bro. Then I feel it. So I say, okay, take a break. So I take a break, thinking that, like, my vest is going to hold me this time. Bloop, 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 bloop. So I get back up. And my wife, who's, I give them this. Everybody knew I was about to drown. Everybody kept saying, you all right, RC? You all right, Clarky? P.I., you good? Mr. Clark, you good? Every time, right, as I would finally get my face out the water, blue, 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 blue. I'm okay. Blue, 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 blue. I'm good. Bro, so I'm swimming. So I say, okay, take a break. I try to take a break. But I had to fight so hard to get back up that I was finna. It was over, bro. It was, it was, it was decision time. It was decision time. Was I going to die with pride, right? Was I going to, in this vest that couldn't hold me, that now I know when they tell me on the plane, if this plane get in this water, if I can't find a buoy, I am gone. Was I going to keep treading water in that? Was I going to let the pride kill me? Or was I going to throw my pride aside and hop on the water Uber with Taria? Well, guys, I'm here today. So guess what? I hopped on the damn Uber. Yes, I did. I hopped on the Uber, and it was me and Taria and Frankie all the way back in. Now, guys, when I hopped on the water Uber, there was an issue. I still couldn't breathe because I had the goggles on. So I flinged the goggles off, but I remembered if you don't bring all your stuff and give it back, you got to pay 50 extra dollars. I will be dang if I'm going to pay you 50 extra dollars to almost die. Not going to happen. Not going to happen. Not on my watch. I'm not paying you to kill me. No, sir. Somebody else got to pay you to kill me. I'm not paying you to do it. So I keep the goggles on, but because I keep them on, I got one on this eye and the other parts on the top. And now I'm looking at Taria, who's been on this water Uber the entire time. And she's like, oh, brother, you're in a bad place. And she didn't tell me how bad of a place she really thought I was in until everybody knew I lived. So, bro, we get out. I freaking get out. I take the... Take the vest off. I throw it. I'm fussing at Frankie. I'm fussing at Yanka. I'm fussing at Torev. I said, y'all tried to kill me. But it was time to get my get back because we was going on the zip line. We get on the zip line. Apparently, these zip lines were built when Noah was building the ark. That's the wood they used. Noah's wood. And so... Now everybody wants to be scared. No, I'm brave on the zip line. I get on the zip line. I turn upside down. Bam. I'm doing tricks. I get on there. I spin. I spin on the zip line. Look back. Take my picture. Bam. I swim. I spin. I'm right back. But now, since Ryan is showing out, since Ryan ain't scared of heights, everybody want to talk about the construction. Remember I told y'all, the people I was with, guy owns a construction company. He was like, yeah, that um, the way those things were put together, that was unsafe. So he, on, on, on zip line three, takes the shortcut, goes back home. My wife is right there, takes the shortcut, goes back home. Everybody wants to go back home because now it's Ryan's time to shine. Because I'm the zip line king. Because I'm not scared of heights. Oh, nobody was saying this in the freaking cave when I was dying. So here's what I want to tell y'all. First thing, if you have a homeboy who won't get in the ocean, who won't get in the pool, you probably shouldn't take him to the freaking cave to swim. Number two, 
Those little floaties, that ain't the ones. That is not the ones. You get you the super duper floaty and you let that hold you up. Number three, if somebody offers you a water Uber, you take it. Same way you're going to take it if you're going to drink. If you are not sure that your swim skills will keep you afloat, you take that dang Uber. Don't you let pride, don't you let ego, mm-mm, yep. but none of that get in the way, guys. Because I'm going to tell you, the water is going to win. It is undefeated. And if Frankie, if Monty, if any of these folks tell you that there's a ground, just remember, there's no Mickey Thicky ground, Monty. Now, I am glad to say that I am alive, I am well, and I will never, ever, ever go swimming in a cave again. This wasn't about sports. This was about life. This is about my life. This is the most personal face-first episode of all time. I hope to never have to do it again, and that will be my decision. So if it's a cave or my pride or sit by the pool and drink Modelo's with the natives, I'm going to drink Modelo. I'm not going swimming. I'm not getting in the cave. It ain't worth it. Always choose life. Choose Uber. This has been Face First. Appreciate y'all.